Oh, here's some pretty big news. This Saturday, the 25th of November, is the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who, a show that many listeners will not only have grown up with, but enjoyed the many incarnations from the earliest Doctor Whos to David Tennant, who is the 14th Doctor. To help celebrate this milestone today and to hear another quirky Doctor Who tale, we've invited Richard Losby, who's an author and ad man. He's in our Auckland studio. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Good. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, now, were you a fan of Doctor Who before around 1996 when your story takes place? I think like a lot of us, I might have hid behind a sofa as the Yetis came on. It <laughs> was a long time. But yeah, I, I'm sort of a, a generation of Tom Baker and yeah, I, Probably like a, a small fan, not a huge one, but it's, you know, everyone knows him. Okay. Tell us about your connection to The Doctor then. Um, what it is, as, a, as an advertising writer, I, had, I was in between agencies and I was asked to freelance on a project uh, where I was selling retirement planning. And um, as you do when you're a creative, you go away with a brief and you think about it for a while. You don't sit at a desk and you, you do a bit of gardening. And, and the idea popped into my head that, who better to talk about the future than somebody's already been there? Tom Baker. <laughs> yeah. And um, and the client loved it, and they said, "Okay, make it happen." So right. uh, then I had this, you know, job of going to London and talking to Tom. And fortunately, I had a uh, a contact there who helped me get to his agent. Yeah. And he, I had an open checkbook. This is 1996, so you know that was. Big money at the time. They they were prepared to pay him, and he was asking six figures and pounds. So, and Gosh. Uh, I was a hard negotiator. I just said okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, where did you meet in London? Ah, uh, we met at the Angel Studios in Soho. And and Tom's this amazing, tall kind of thespian character, like an Oscar Wilde. In fact, I think he you know sees himself as an Oscar Wilde. And uh, into the studio, he just comes right off the street. Door slamming open, that, and he sort of greets the receptionist and says, Greta! And then turns to me and goes, Richard! We've never met before. Yeah. And that's just like the next minute we were just chatting about the pen I was holding. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a bit crazy, but he can be very, very entertaining and, you know, he's a, he's a larger life character. Yeah. So was it immediately clear that it was going to work? Well, not without the BBC's uh, uh, permission because. We wanted the film down here. We wanted the music. We wanted the TARDIS. We wanted, obviously, Tom as a separate. Uh, yeah, this isn't just Tom Baker being Tom Baker. This no, is him this is, as this Doctor, is Doctor Who. Who. We, we wanted everything. As a, as a face of which brand? It was called New Zealand Superannuation Services. It doesn't exist anymore, mm. but it came out of Sovereign Assurance. And they were selling, well, what was Kiwi uh, Saver now? It was, you know, it didn't exist way back then. Mm. This was the first sort of iteration, a private kind of way of saving money for the future. And, um, one of the, I mean, you know, the, the lines and the, and the ads were, were, were sort of like, you know, if you're plan, planning on spending, no, what was it? Oh, I can't remember now, but have, plan on, if you're planning on spend, having a good time in the future, plan on having something to spend or something yeah. like that. You know, it was all this kind of wrapped up in time and, you know, yeah. money and investment. But, um, but that was, you know, I mean, I, I say the BBC had to be negotiated with and Turns out that way back then they were just getting some heat from the government to allow um, to make money out. It could be commercial, right? And, um, and so they kind of said, "Well, it's only New Zealand. Well, you know, what harm can it do?" So were they going to get a cut as well? 
Oh, they, they got paid as well. So once again, the checkbook came out. And, <laughs> and, and, but long story short, very, very you know, shortly afterwards, um, you know, he had an approval. And, and so I had to write the scripts, and, which I hadn't done at that point. And, um, and we did that and in London and in the flat that we were living, staying, with, uh, staying in. And, uh, and I had my one-year-old son who was with us, my wife, and, and uh, he's Tom. And so there was this kind of connection, weirdly. But you know, Is that why script. you called him Tom? Uh, no, no, not at all. It was just coincidence. Yeah. But there's a, there's a connection because when we were filming in New Zealand and Tom Baker this, you know, was obviously you know, quite a character in, in the country and he was on TV and being interviewed as well as doing the ads for us, uh, he was taken out on a big luxury yacht and, and, um, and we were invited to go as well. And um, we were late and the yacht had pulled away and they, the skipper had to reverse this massive ship back up and we had my wife and my and Tom who's a baby in a pram yeah, and, yeah. and it was Tom Baker, the great story of him standing on the stern of this mighty ship with his arms out saying, give me the baby! <laughs> and then for the rest of the trip he actually held on to Tom and, and his uh, Tom's wife who was there took a photograph. We have a black and white photograph somewhere yeah. of Tom Baker holding yeah, Tom yeah. Lonesby. <laughs> so it happened. Yeah, and yeah. some people listening will remember these ads. Well, I think it's a long time ago, but what where this is interesting is that that was a lot. That was you know, obviously decades ago. It feels like, but a few months ago, I was laid up after surgery. You know, two in the morning, three in the morning, couldn't sleep because of painkillers and things. And um, I started looking on the internet, and and uh, I'd heard that they these ads had become had quite a following. They had long since disappeared from broadcasting screens. Yeah. And, and um turns out that the Doctor Who fans had picked them up and, and were um, celebrating them as these great pieces of, of Doctor Who history. Part of the universe. Part of the universe, yeah. And, um, and I was reading this at three in the morning or whatever, and I'm going, wow. And they, and, it, and they were saying in the comments, like hundreds of comments from around the world, going, but who wrote them? Hmm. And um, so I actually made a connection with uh, someone on one of the YouTube channels, and and um, and it turns out you know he was here in New Zealand and and is you know very much a part of the um, part of the Doctor Who sort of fraternity, mm. and um, um, and then he said, oh you you you're the person who you know wrote these scripts all those years ago, and you know it was they were quite yeah you know, they were good. They were good, funny ads, but more importantly, they had this amazing character uh, who, you know, was fantastic in front of the camera, and we had great production crew, and and um, they were very professionally, you know, done. I mean, was it a big deal here in New Zealand? It was. I think the offices were in of the of the New Zealand superannuation place was in Newmarket, and they had the TARDIS in the front, you know, and I think, and uh, and and a lot of people were just sort of coming into the, the standby, uh, you know. This is you were allowed to bring the TARDIS